Rick Dayton Show on the Voice of Pittsburgh, KDKA, nine minutes past four o'clock. We have talked an an awful lot about the changing face of higher education, and it seems that that is changing once again. Joining us in the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is our next guest, and we would like to welcome him to the program, Dr. Doug Shapiro, joining us to talk about some of the research that he has done And he is with the Student Clearinghouse. He is a research executive director for the organization that looks at what's going on with undergraduate enrollment and also community college enrollment, too. Dr. Shapiro, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. When we look at these numbers, the headline of the release that your organization put out this week simply says that undergraduate enrollment declines show no sign of recovery from 2020. So let's start with 2020 as a baseline. What had happened from 19 into 2020 to give us sort of our starting point? Well, uh, from 2019 to 2020, we've seen a a national decline of 6.5% among undergraduates. now, those numbers are still preliminary for the fall term, but if it keeps up at this rate, this will be the largest two-year enrollment decline in at least the last 50 years. And so the dip this year on top of that one adds how much more? Uh, this year is about 3.5% on top of the decline from last year, which is which was slightly smaller. So, you know, even though the pandemic might be getting better, Higher education is certainly not. Most people expected the enrollments to rebound this fall after last year's declines, and instead they're getting worse. They're still falling by as much again this year as they did last year. Are you seeing regional differences, meaning is there less of an issue in the southeast than there might be in the northeast or the midwest, or is this sort of across the board the numbers are pretty steady? There are some regional differences, but they're relatively modest. Um, You know, the steepest declines this year are in the Midwest and the West, um, whereas the South and the Northeast are are somewhat smaller, but they only differ by one or two percentage points. What about the differences between four-year institutions and community colleges? Because we always hear people say, okay, wait a second, people aren't going to four-year colleges. They're going to get the first couple of years knocked out at community college and then maybe finish up. So that explains why we're seeing a dip. Is that Does the data bear that out? Uh, just the opposite, actually. We've seen far more declines at the community colleges really? than at the four-year institutions. Absolutely. It's quite big. Uh, I mean, the community colleges are down 14 percent since 2019, whereas the four-year publics are down only about 3 percent and and private nonprofits just 1 percent right now. They've actually uh, recovered a little bit this year. But what's also interesting is that there's a very big difference uh, within the four-year colleges between the elites, the ones that are the hardest to get into, and pretty much all the rest. Those elite colleges, the comp- most competitive colleges, have, have recovered this year, their losses from last year, and they're actually ahead of where they were two years ago. Hmm. Whereas all the regional public campuses, the less selective private colleges, the smaller schools, they're falling much faster. 
Dr. Doug Shapiro joining us here. He is with the College Clearinghouse, and they look at the Student Clearinghouse, excuse me, where he's the research executive director and a vice president there. They are looking at the trends having to do with college enrollments. Where does your data come from? And you're compiling it from all around the country, but where do your numbers come from? Where, what's your raw data? Our raw data comes directly from the registrars, the people who keep track on each and every campus of students who are enrolled. And so we're, we're literally counting individual students. Doesn't matter whether they're full-time, part-time, uh, you name it. They're all in our data, and they come through roughly every month. I'm sure it's not, I say I'm sure, and maybe this is incorrect. It's not your job to determine why these things are happening, rather just to report that they're happening. Is, is that accurate? Well, in the sense that we don't, for example, we don't survey students. We don't ask them why they're not enrolling again. Uh, but when we interpret, when we look at the data that, that, that we see, when certain, certain institutions are behaving differently or certain segments of the student population are behaving differently, it does give us some insights into some, some probable causes. What are you seeing? What, what, are, what are the expectations? Well, let me start with the community colleges because, you know, um, they're the community college, college in general and the community college sector in particular is highly uh, counter-cyclical, as an economist would say. Enrollments go up when the economy goes down and vice versa. And in every recession in the last 30 years, has led to an increase in students, particularly in community colleges, often among students, among older students. And it's usually about six to 12 months after the unemployment rate spikes. So people are out of work. The natural thing is to go to a community college and try and earn a degree or some, uh, some new skills that will help you be able to earn, uh, to get a better job when the economy recovers. This pandemic completely broke that pattern. Not only did we see no increase in adult students, but we saw very large declines, as I said, at community colleges in particular and among students of all ages. So last year, there's no question that it was the pandemic that was causing the drops. This is a little disheartening. I mean, I think that we base so many things on higher education, getting a better job, better paying job, and things like that. And this has got to be really, really disconcerting for those in college administration. Dr. Shapiro, thank you very much for being with us here on KDKA and helping us to understand these numbers. And, and thank you for the important work that you continue to do. Well, thank you for having me. Dr. Doug Shapiro joining us again is from the Student Clearinghouse. He's Research Executive Director. And we're going to talk a little bit more about these numbers because, boy, they do send a shockwave through an awful lot of the ivory towers on college campuses and community colleges everywhere.